podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. I'm Colleen and I am here in the lounge today with Jill Annable. Hi. Hi, Jill. I have a question for you. And Great. I am. <laughs> I like questions. <laughs> I am curious about um, whether or not you stay in touch with your Catholic school classmates from elementary school. And I, I ask you this because um, recently I've, I've reached out to a couple mm -hmm. of people and, you know, it, it's funny. I, I did go to first grade through eighth grade was, was my elementary. We didn't have a kindergarten when I, in, in the Catholic school, when I was a kid. So now of course my elementary school has a preschool and a kindergarten and, you know, all the way through eighth grade. But when I was, um, when I was a student, I went to a public preschool and a public kindergarten with many of the kids who then went to St. Gerald's with me. So we went all the way through school together. And then I went to high school with many of those, um, many of those kids too. But it's really that core of elementary school kids that I grew up with and went to school with for so long that I remain in touch with. And when I reach out to them, it's kind of like, um, you know, brothers and sisters, like we, mm -hmm. it's not strange years go by and, and it's not strange to reach out to each other. And I'm wondering, no. Is that a common experience? And do you have that too? I think it is. These are my best friends. So my best friends <laughs> I met in kindergarten at Holy Spirit school and, um, but truly all four, I don't know, there was 41 or 42 of us who graduated mm -hmm. together from kindergarten through eighth grade. And mm -hmm. although a lot of time can pass, these are people who, if any of them called me out of the blue, I would drop anything to help them. So it very much a sibling approach, even if a lot of time has passed for all 42 of these people, like give or take, you know, like even, even if back when we were kids, there was conflict or whatever, I think all of our, all of our parents knew each other. We were truly raised together like siblings with common values all the way through. And, um, a very special bond happens in that decade we spent together. Yeah, I agree. And even, you know, even some of the girls that I met in high school who I, you know, just went to school with for those four years of high school, it is not the same. And not the I don't same. know, you know, is it just that we, we go through all those formative developmental years together, all of our awkward years. And, you know, we, we saw all the best mm -hmm. and worst in each other. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say that for sure. Yeah. And each other's families. Like, you know, this yeah. is where I learned a lot about family in the home, not from my home alone, but from all these other homes I was yes. in. And, and we all trusted each other and we spent a lot of time together. Yes. Yes, for sure. So, um, yeah. So the reason I, I ask that, um, you know, a cu couple of different reasons, but the idea for the, for the Catholic teachers lounge today is actually about creating community. And so, um, it all, it all flows together. Mm -hmm. So today's idea is about creating community. And it comes from Noel Aguirre, who is a fourth grade teacher at St. Mary's Catholic school in Griffith, Indiana. And Noel has been teaching for 17 years. And she herself is also a Catholic school graduate. And, um, she and a colleague noticed over the course of the years that, that the, the children in the elementary school have 
kind of lost a sense of communication, um, just simply talking to each other, um, writing handwritten notes to each other, which is also something you know I remember doing as a kid, the, the importance of the conversation, the handwritten notes, sharing their feelings with each other, and also sharing their faith. So, um, so Noelle and her colleague started the idea of having prayer partners among the students between the grade levels. So creating a community by gathering together for certain big church events or projects. Um, one of the, the project ideas that she gave was learning to sign all of the mass prayers together. And Noelle mm. says that when graduates come back to visit, they often talk about their prayer partner moments as fond memories. Um, she says that, that they remember that connection, that kind that idea of older classmates and, and younger kids in the school connecting with one another, creating that even more uh, family atmosphere and having built-in mentorship to build faith and community. So I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it too. So can, can you relate to this at all? Absolutely. And I think it's, it's called different things in different buildings. I like the idea that it's prayer partners in this idea, because it means it's very prayer centered. You have the older students modeling prayer life for the younger students, which makes a lot of sense. I, we see it a lot, even in, um, in public schools, these are your reading partners or whatever it might be, where you're paired up with someone, but, um, very intentional in this Catholic school setting for it to be a prayer partner. Um, the examples in my mind are all um, church related. You know, when you go into mass and you're sitting by your, and in my case, it would have been a super friend or your mass buddy, <laughs> we call them super friends or mass buddies, or um, I don't know, I've heard a lot of different names for this, but you're partnered off and you're, you can see them sitting in rows, like tall, short, tall, short, tall, short yeah. in, the, in the pew so that everyone's spaced out, but they're kind of sandwiched between the older kids. Um but, you know, that has a very logistic uh, approach as opposed to praying together and being partners for each other, like, you, like you're saying here from this idea. So I love this idea because it means it's really building community and leadership and prayer life. And so I, I remember two different things about this. So as a teacher, most of the Catholic school buildings that I was in as a Catholic school teacher, we had prayer partners. So, mm -hmm. you know, another adult in the building who we submitted our, you know, prayer intentions for. Oh, we, I like that too. Mm -hmm. We prayed every day. You know, we had our built at Christmas time. We took care of each other. You know, um, sometimes our classes would connect because you would connect your prayer partners class mm -hmm. with your class for something. So, you know, different ways to do that for adults, but the that idea of um, students being able to connect in their faith and, and learn mm -hmm. how to have the responsibility of praying for another person is also really cool. And you're right, that logistical concept of, you know, we, we often have like reading partners. So you have the seventh or eighth graders or mm -hmm. sixth graders, even going down to the preschool or kindergarten or even first grade and reading to the little kids. So you have these academic partnerships where the younger kids and the older kids connect, but it's, it really, it isn't quite the same. I remember my buddy in my elementary school, it was buddies. Um, so in eighth grade now in first grade, I don't think I had an eighth grade buddy, but by the Ooh, time I, got I did, I remember grade, them. I rem I watched those kids really? closely. I still know who they are. Like, I don't oh want to call them out by, my, by name, but I watched them everywhere. I remember in the lunchroom knowing who it was and seeing what those eighth grade girls had for lunch. Cause I was in first grade and they were my buddy. Like I, I watched oh, them. Oh like my gosh. Sorry. Wow. I interrupted you, but yeah, I no, remember that's mine. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I remember I, mine. but I, as an eighth grader, I remember my, um, my first grade buddy, her name was mm-hmm. Trisha. Like I can picture her in my mm-hmm. head. This is a long time ago, but, but I do remember her. And there was a, um, I don't think we did like prayer connection though. It was mostly around academic things. So Noelle's idea of connecting kids to write notes to each other, to support people, to support one another in faith, to get together, to watch, you know, on TV, if there's a, you know, a big church event or whatever, Mm -hmm. like here, you know, in, in a diocese, if a bishop turns over and there's, you know, the televised mass or, you know, whatever it is, you can get together and experience these things together and their faith moments. Yeah, I, I, I read. Really, so some of these are authentic though, because you're bringing back to yeah. mind when I was in eighth grade, my, um, we call them super friends. My super friend was, I don't know, probably first or second grade. And it was blessing of the pets. And we had to pair up with our, mm. with our partner outside for the chaotic blessing of the pets. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have a pet with her and I didn't either, but we were outside and she started crying. And I said, asked, asked, well, what's wrong? And she was telling me about her rabbit that had died but I had no idea how to help her, (laughs) but it was a prayerful moment. Had I been trained a little, so here we go. If you can train the older kids for these prayerful moments as an adult, looking back, I could have had more eloquent words to (laughs) helping this young girl who was crying about a rabbit who later I found out like died years ago. It wasn't like a recent death of this pet. It was like something traumatic. traumatic. But I had no idea what I was doing. I was 12 or whatever. I didn't have any good (laughs) advice besides, Oh no. My partner is crying right now, right. but I right. remember this feeling like I was supposed to be in charge of her in this moment, but had I had a little training and it was a little bit more prayerful, I probably would have had good words for her. So I think there's great opportunity in this because you're building relationships and trust among the student body in a really, really powerful way. Um, and you're Definitely. modeling. And I love, you were also said earlier about the adults um, being prayer partners. And I think that's fantastic because now you're modeling to students yes. that adults pray for each other, even those who don't live together. So it's all good. Oh, I think I hear the bell. Darn it. I wanted to talk about sports. Um, there's, um, you know, the idea of built-in mentorship among, because I played time. Fifth we got to get back to class. Team. Okay. All right. We have to go, we have to go back to class. We get to go back we'll to class still. It's time. time. So, um, there are just more great ideas than we have uh, time to spend celebrating them. So yes, <laughs> we certainly try to do our best. We drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year. So send us your ideas and share the love with your fellow teachers. Go to the Catholic teachers and share there. The Catholic Teachers Lounge is your haven to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We will see you again next time.